I just want to say, man, these, these thugs out here, I heard a couple of comments talking about thugs earlier. Thugs are getting real intelligent now. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy. It's cool, but it's crazy. Because, you know, they don't more high tech shit. Everybody out here got a friend right now that's been in jail so many times, they could tell you the punishment they're going to get from the judge before they even go to court. <laughs> you know it's crazy. You know, I say get tough on criminals. You know what I'm saying? Make capital punishment tougher. Get rid of prisons. Why should a prisoner get to go to jail, get three hots in a cot, and get a college education before some of y'all kids? You could get a degree in jail. So when my daughter get 18 and be like, Daddy, I want to go to college. Well, bitch, rob a liquor store or something. <laughs> get, your, get your associates and then do a double murder and get your masters. Don't come, you need to learn how to move your own way. I'm serious, I'm in the club, my boy, the other day, he looking at 15 years to life and he kicking it like ain't nothing to matter. Cause he know how, he gonna defend himself in court. I say, T, dog, I ain't trying to be in your business, but uh, you looking at, you know, 15 years of life, pimpin'. He's like, look, cuz I ain't worried about that. Check this out. See, this is what's gonna happen, man. For the two kilos of cocaine in the car, they can't put that on me cause my fingerprints ain't on it. You understand? For the dead body in the trunk, I don't even know who the hell that is. The car is not stolen, it's my baby mama car, but she be mad cause I be picking up other broads in it. So she called my parole officer on me. Now the most they got me for is violating my parole, which I can go back in, finish, do the four years, get my associate's degree, come out, kill everybody that told on me, make it look like self-defense, go back in, get my master's in physics, come out and work for NASA, nigga, yeah. <laughs> Leon Rogers. This is reasonable. This is not yet, 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 not it's like five, right? No, I, was, I think I was Hand yeah. claps. No, 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 it was three fine, two actually. weeks ago. It was four last week. Yeah, he was here last week. week. Yeah. Chicago and the rest of the world. We got a very special guest here, one of my good friends, a comedy legend, a Destin legend. Uh-huh. Uh, started out doing comedy what? Probably what, Leon? 96, baby. Sixth grade, yeah, <laughs> the class clown. It always, it always starts in, <laughs> yeah. in school. The one and only Leon Rodgers, y'all, man. What Give up, it up everybody? How y'all feeling, man? Mike, Mike's very own. Mike, we stepping our game up, man. You yeah, see that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Leon, he, he give me he give me the business now when he see me like man when I'm when I'm be on the Yo, show I, man yeah I actually I actually felt a certain type of way that I hadn't been invited to the podcast because I know both you sorry motherfuckers right 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 and, right and him I see him all the time and then like I bump into you yeah right and I'm like man then I seen the V Dub show yeah and V Dub my man and I was like yo that was dope man I said yo I can't get no Ryan Mike for real. And, yeah. and and guess what, Leon? You got one more time to smack me in my face ever again <laughs> in your life. He slapped the shit out of me, and he stole it. He, you I ever you ever see somebody? They see you do something, and they laugh, and then they want to question you. So we got a bum around on Seventy Fifth Street, and I slapped the shit out of him. Been uh -huh. doing it for twenty years. Wait, Big wait, 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 no, no, no. 
Yo, because it's so bogus, man. The dude walk up like something wrong with his back. He got osteoporosis or something. He like so a, he, a homeless he looked like a question mark. Yeah. He looked like a human <laughs> question mark. So he walks up and he be like, hey, fellas, how y'all doing, man? Y'all, y'all help me out. And so I go out my pocket to give him a dollar. And Mike grabs him up, like puts his arm around him. I'm like, oh, Mike, you know, Mike know him. He's like, hey, man, what you doing around here? He's like, oh, man, you know, I'm just trying to do my... Mike just still on him. He slap him. And the dude laughs yeah. and walks off. And I'm like, yo, you foul as hell, bro. I was done. I couldn't even talk no more. Like, you fouled in a motherfucker. So the next week, we doing a new edition thing. And he said, I'm out of routine. He messed the routine up. Because I want to do the thing for the chicks. You know, I'm doing the thing for the chicks in the club. And Leon is really into it this time. This this time, Bobby wants to do his shit for real. Yeah. Stories by Magic Mike. This nigga grabs me by my shirt collar and slaps the shit, slap out. The shit out of him. He I messed said, up the routine. I said, if you going to slap him, man, at least have some use on you. So, so, what, so what, what part, which one did you play in, in doing the new edition? Well, we were doing the, 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 the well, it's slide to the left, kick. Kick, kick, slide to the right, yeah. kick, kick. If it is in love. And he decides, you know, to embellish because there's some broads in there. Yeah. He want to be Ralph all the time. Like yeah. this ah. one, he was supposed to fall back and play the role of a Ronnie or Ricky. We all yeah. together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he did his Johnny Gill thing. So yeah. I slapped him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bombs. <laughs> and the engineer. All right. And, and, and you don't know, this is going to be a great show. If you don't know, this my man. He's been doing comedy since 96. Before that, though, man, I, 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 I no, touched you somewhere else. Doing 96, somewhere bro. else. 96 was the first time I ever went on stage. Uh, all jokes aside, comedy club, Wednesday night yep. open mic. Tony Schofield brought me up. He had hair. Okay. So I'll show you yeah, how he long ago that he had right? the dread. Yeah. Being Tony here Tony. under the Al Bundy act. You, you Brittany, comfortable? What's up, Brittany? You ready? <laughs> Brittany, like, yeah. <laughs> Put my Al hands Bundy on my nuts real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm chilling. Yeah, she got her, her weed socks on. <laughs> If y'all don't know, Brittany and Dutch get high as fuck before every show. Brittany don't get high. What you do? Just shoot up. <laughs> damn. Bombs. <laughs> God damn. You hey, Leon, man, let the people know where you come from, man. What, what, what's your story? You come to school? Listen, you told me about you hold up. You was, a, you was the altar boy for the Pope the last born time. And, born yeah. and raised on 64th. Uh, 64th in Loomis to 98th in Loomis, where really that's where I spent most of my formative years there in Cal Park. Went to Quigley South for two right. years. Shout out to all my Quigley South Spartans on we 79th and Western. It's St. Rita now. St. Rita now. You know what I'm saying? They they couldn't afford to have their own school, so they had to move into the, our old the building. Vegeta Brothers. Derek, Derek and Carlton. Yeah. Yes, sir. Shout out to my man David Allen, a.k.a. Crip, Malin yeah. Cliff, yeah. Ray Evans. You know, a lot, a lot of cats went to school there. Uh... Then I had to transfer, and I ended up graduating from Eisenhower High School out in Blue Island. So you got kicked out of quickly, sir? Nah, I didn't get kicked out. A anybody you ask, I, I honestly didn't get kicked out. We lived, when we moved to Cal Park, okay. I was having to get up at like 5 in the morning just to make it to school yeah. on time at 7 because the pace bus system back then, it was actually RTA. Yeah. wasn't even pace. Exactly. And it didn't run like it did now. So I was I was being late to school a lot, and I was getting detentions, and my mother was like, yo, you're going to have to go to Eisenhower. And I didn't want to. I didn't want to transfer. I wanted to stay at Quigley South because, you know, all my homies was there. Right. And it was cool. And then, uh, What was man, the transition like? Uh, weird, because when I went to Eisenhower, 
I was the goofy ass dude that was wearing shirt and tie to school every day. Wow. Because that's what I did at Quigley. Yeah. So I you know now I'm at a public school with girls and you can wear jeans and I'm like, yeah. yo. They got coat of outfits on and shit from the <laughs> closet. <laughs> Chess king. Yeah, they don't know nothing about so, that, man. Uh, so what was the what was the years that you that, Oh shit, we gotta get into the years. Yeah, yeah, I mean you gotta paint the picture. What was the Damn. years? Whew, 86, 86, 87, I came out 89. Came out 89. Yeah, so, you know, we we talking when hip-hop was cracking. Right, yeah, right. When hip-hop was cracking, when soft rock was cracking, when white boy music was cracking, we listened to everything, you know. Y'all don't know. We used to shop at The Gap a lot. Yeah, The Gap was the new shit. The Gap was cracking. Because Gap just popped on the scene and just, like, made Levi's fall back Took for, like, over. About three you, you years. Took over. You wear them bright-colored, knitted-ass sweaters. <laughs> Look like your grandmama made them. At Eisenhower. Okay, let's go back to Quigley South for a second. Yeah. At Quigley South, what was the ratio of, what was the racial breakdown? The racial, the racial breakdown at, at that school. Uh, and we talking about mid-'80s during the Reagan era. During, you know what? Hair Washington brothers, era, brothers right? was there strong at Quigley South, man. It was a lot of us there. Okay, I mean, you you know, you had your white boys. I I would I would honestly be be fair and say that the white boys were probably the smallest yeah. percentage of people there because the Hispanics and the blacks. It was a lot of us at Quigley. Now South. Quigley South is where Seventy Ninth and Western. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Western. 79th and Western, we was right down the street. We used to get into it with the Bogan cats at the yeah. terminal yeah. every day. Shout out to Bogan. Got yeah. my ass whooped by some broken <laughs> dudes one day. <laughs> the brakes, I'm talking about, tore my ass up. I couldn't get on the bus. I tried. Freshman, sophomore, Pulled junior? my ass straight off the bus. Freshman. <laughs> wow. I hey. mean, so, I knew it was a problem as soon as the bus pull up. I hear the laughing. I see Bogan wrestling on the back of the jackets. I'm like, shit, if I just stand here, be quiet. Yeah. They ain't going to say that. But, you know, you got the towel on. Wow. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, folk! <laughs> always been. Nigga, some... you and me calling you. There's <laughs> always been some rowdy that niggas. Motherfucker hit me with a rock. Oh, hey, man, don't throw nothing else at me because you know you can't yeah. just. Yeah. Don't throw what? Imagine you about five pop, seven. Pop, 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 One forty. Get his book back. <laughs> oh yeah, I was a super little dude. <laughs> I weighed about 135. They tore my ass up, G. Man, nobody. I rode. That was the longest bus ride. It felt like it took six hours. Like you was home. riding to sell my Alabama. Lip swelling. <laughs> Lips. Wow. I kept putting my lip on the window because it was cool with the air conditioning <laughs> to keep that shit. That's uh, what your mama said. You got to get the hell up out of there. That's what you like to Gotta get this baby up out of here. We come in Plaza, Evergreen Plaza. Oh. Some girls from Mother Macaulay got on the bus. They like, damn, what yeah. happened to you? Shut up, bitch. I think everybody got it. If you went to high school in Chicago, yeah, you got a story. in the late '80s, early '90s, yeah. you got that ass whooping story. Yeah, I got my ass whooped there. Uh, it was I, just a part of going to school. I avoided the ass whooping in Mendel. Yeah, many times. Pure track, pure speed. This one I found out. I had some wheels. Yeah, this was Pitch during what, and all. But this was during what? During the the party scene at Mendel? Yes, yeah. yes. By level, Friday night, man. Yeah. yes, sir. Cracking. Yeah. You had to walk that long walkway. Yeah, the folks, driveway. Folks used to be out there waiting yeah. to take 
Willie wear shoes, coach bags, <laughs> whatever. Wilson's leathers with the fur on them. Wow. Take them back. Take them back. They was ready to take all that shit. Take them back. That's when I found out I had some speed. I had a little bit of speed to be a pigeon toed brother because I hit I hit the fence. Gone. And you got to know how to read another brother's language and, Absolutely. and, and, a, and a group's body language or what they going on. Absolutely. You know, like, See, who's... like how Dutch sitting over there? Yeah. And in the eighties, yeah. you was about to set it off. Yeah. Just sitting there chilling, laughing yeah. and shit. On some bullshit. And then he do this. You was about to set it off. So my I'm watching you already. The guy that's talking, I'm not worried about him. Yeah. The one is just You gotta get sure. my attention because I'm I got my own shit going yeah. on over here. Yeah. I mean I'm, so I'm did, trying did, to holler at like three bitches from the, the different areas. Yeah, yeah, you know, we out there, Longwood, Academy yeah. Lady, they in there, Mother Macaulay, right. you know, Elizabeth Seaton. We trying yeah. to holler at all the skirts. Yeah. Did you did you did you go through the whole Quigley South versus um you know Brother Rice and all these other Catholic schools and, uh, and Leo and everything? I think that was probably our closest rival if we did used to, but but Brother like Rice, I said, we used yeah. to get into it with Bogan. Yeah. And one of the other Catholic schools, like when we played them, of course, when Curtis Price used to come into the gym yeah. and it was St. Rita against Quigley, you know, we used to throw shots at them or when you know, the catch from Leo was falling through. You know, doing that thing, we used to shout at Banyan Boyd and all them yeah. cats was coming through. Banyan still wearing them damn Jabos and them cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> he just went to uh, St. Louis, man, on the bus with them motherfuckers. I seen him in the 50 yard line. I said, man, you wear that shit one more fucking time. We used to work at Foot Locker together, yeah, bro. That's my man. Yeah. Which one? Uh, 95th, baby. The only one that mattered. I don't, care. I don't give a fuck with nobody to this day. Evergreen yeah. Plaza was the only foot locker that mattered. I don't yeah. care. You, all you cast worked at Forest City. You worked at North Riverside. 95th Matted, G. Tell them. And the one across the hall. Not across, the big yeah. one. The, the first the one, one. The first one. Brian, they brought the whole Wu-Tang in. Brian Ward and Craig <laughs> Tripp. Yeah. When the twins, the BD twins used to come and yeah. shop and put Terra in all the salespeople. Because yeah. if you didn't have all their shoes, it was going to slap you. Seriously? You couldn't do shit about what? it. I was lucky. Each time they asked me for a shoe, I had it all. Because yeah. they would buy for the crew. Yeah. So they would come in, guys like them, big stuff, yeah. bimp, Fountain moon, and- all these cats would come in and hey, shouty, you got my shoes. Poteet. Poteet used to come in and spend so much money. Shout out to Poteet, man. That's my man. He home. You know what I'm saying? Trouble, Delano, Finch, all them cats used to come in and buy shoes, and they had their favorite sales right. But the BD Twins, nobody ever wanted to wait on them. But you? Nah, I ain't really want to wait on them, but if you just got caught with nobody, yeah. they be like, hey, man, let me get these Jordans and this size, this size, this size, this size, this size, Let man. me get three tens. And they be counting. Two ten and a halves. Bricks of money. Yeah. So you run in the back, and the whole time you're like, please let all these motherfuckers shoot me. <laughs> Stories by Leon Rogers. <laughs> please let all these shoes be back here. So you'll pull, and it'll be like nine of them. You one short. Now, it depends on who that one was for. If it was the one short was for some whack dude they ain't liking their crew, they ain't care. But if it was like day size, yeah. oh, man. Man, and you, and they always tell us to, to SWAT, which means selling what's available today. Yeah. So if you didn't have the black Jordan in 11, you would get the black penny in 11 because <laughs> it was similar to the Jordan. Yeah. And you just didn't want them to leave the store without buying without something. Without nothing. Man, I seen this dude. I ain't going to never forget. This dude named Mark, man. <laughs> he, brought, he brought a shoe out. And he's like, motherfucker, I ain't asked for this. Flap. 
<laughs> so like you know we kind of like bristle up because you know like you you can't just hit yeah. one of our sales people yeah. and they was like but y'all got know, on stripes I know y'all ain't trying to get down I was like I'm back I went yeah. down to look for some hey that's shoes. what they I was just I'm about back. to say they used to say that I'm, I'm down they used to go down the stairs I wasn't but for the bill part of no massacre <laughs> wow I didn't feel but it was fun then you hey, had Chuck was working with them Chuck used to be our manager. Yeah. Chuck was our manager. Chuck Mealy. What year was this? This was what like. This excuse was me with these. Right Jamal before I went. Fucking Walters. Right before I went to the military. So it's got to be like summer 89, 90. Uh, wow. Still before I was born. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. We sorry. You old, Translation, <laughs> you old motherfucker. 8990? I was an embryo. Yeah. 8990. Yeah. They would come up in there and slap shit out of everybody. Not and, everybody, but I mean, hey, listen, it would go up. If yeah, you didn't have their shoes, they would create a scene. And okay. they would have to get calmed down. And it was like, they were tough to deal with. Okay. Okay. Like Bimp and all them, if you ain't had it, like now, now, like a lot of the other guys, if you didn't have one of their shoes, they wouldn't buy nothing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And they had certain people I like, like Poteet used to like me to wait on them, and Bimp used to yeah. like me to wait on them, and so did Stuff. Yeah. Me and Banyan would wait on Big Stuff, and and then his brother Twine, rest in peace. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of cats, man, if you didn't have everything they needed, they wouldn't get nothing. They'd be like, well, call this Foot Locker. And see if they got it. Because they wanted to buy it all in one spot and, and get their discount or whatever. They play us discount. What did, the, what did the manager and the district manager say when they knew about all this gang money coming in? They say shit. Because yeah, <laughs> uh, 95th was the number one fucking selling store in the nation. In the country. Bombs! In the country. And, and, also, and the only the store that Locker, beat it. The World Locker in Hawaii? That's it. That's you the only one. When they opened the World Foot Locker in Hawaii, that's the only store that beat 95th. Yeah. Wow, Chicago is such a consumer city. Yeah, well, yeah. such a consumer city <laughs> for, for drugs, for, for whatever, <laughs> Go ahead. everything. It's a consumer fucking city. Yeah, whatever. Uh, straight up. So I mean, you know, true you, religion jeans, Robin jeans. Okay, I want to go back. Them was good days, though, man. I enjoyed everybody. Uh, I made a lot of friends working at Foot Locker. Met a lot of people. That's really how, to this day, I always feel like I got my post for the city. For everybody that used to come through, walk yeah. through, from celebrities to regular cats who thought was, they were celebrities, yeah. and lightweight was, man. Yeah, the big, the you walk through the plaza man, with dog. a snatch-out radio. Man, yeah. a snatch-out radio and your <laughs> steering wheel. And your steering wheel. Yeah, and your steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? Because there were some guys that would steal your car even if you, you know, whatever happened. And you dropping that four. That was the move. You're yeah. right. You're and, right. And you dropping four grand in Foot Locker. Yeah. Like it's nothing. <laughs> and then Yo, you the go down to... Whole squad need uh, Georgetown University starter coach. Yeah, yeah, when you say they buying for the whole squad, I'm like, yeah, ain't nobody buying for the whole squad. Nah, whole be, like, yeah, I was that, thinking that too. Like, yeah, it's, guess it's what? Y'all didn't just end at the football. It's different, bro. They get an outfit for the night at the Lark. Yeah, and then the you go again. across and yeah, go, go see Yogi and them at the Lark. At the Lark. Shout out to my man GLC, Lenny. Yeah. All them people. Yo, the Lark used to have some of the baddest. Oh, my God. With times. Times change. We used to love to watch them walk the Walgreens. We used to just stand Times outside change. and wave at them. Mike, yeah. Mike, what? Leon said starter jackets. Starter yeah, jackets. Starter coat. I want a starter, starter coat. Did you right have a Georgetown? Uh, no, I didn't have a starter coat at all. Never you didn't have one. a starter coat? Never had one. Me neither. My father wouldn't allow me to get one. No. I, I just. I he one. would? 
No, because he saw the way somebody whooped my ass and took me out of Quigley <laughs> South Jacket. <laughs> Damn, show one finish. Like I knew the dudes from Inglewood who was whooping ass with the Jordan and the starter coats. Yeah, yeah. So I was traveling on the bus. Right. So nine times out of ten, I'd be by myself with my chick. You don't want to get your ass whooped by you at all, really. But at you want to get your ass whooped with your chick. Right. I watched the dude get his hat take. Taking off his head, walking with his lady on 79th and Ashland. <laughs> and they took his fucking snakeskin hat and they kept walking. They never broke stride. She Bro. was like, You gonna get your hat? He was like, Did I ask about it? I gotta <laughs> listen, like that. Like, like, I seen some stuff on the train once, man. And I, you know the person I'm talking about. I, I, I'm not gonna say their name okay. out loud because they still out here. Okay. And, I don't know, want them to revert back to their old shit. But I'm on the L once. I'm coming from the Foot Locker downtown. I was helping. Uh, they needed help, part-time help. So I was down there helping them. I'm riding the train back. The Shaq Gnosis Reeboks yeah. had just came out. Yeah. I had a pair that I worked in, and then I had a fresh pair. Because back then, it just wasn't all about Nike. Cats yeah. wore a lot of different yeah. shoes. Yeah. Preach. Had a pair in my bag. So it was one homie. He had on a pair of Jordans, some fresh Jordans. He's sitting with his girl. They ride on train. I got my Walkman on. i never forget main source of Breaking Adams tape in yeah. my Walkman. I'm, I'm main source. I'm listening to that album. I'm looking at the front door. Come on, man. But, you know, <laughs> doo, faking doo, the funk. Doo. Yes. Faking the funk, the yeah. whole thing, right? right. Uh, a friendly game of baseball. Oh, I'm yeah. riding. Oh, riding. Next thing you know, <laughs> the, the train stopped. The train stop on Cermak, and these savages get on. But this one savage, tall as hell, big, and they walking, and they walking through the car, like they, but they not sitting down. And so I'm just like, damn, dog. I take my headphones off. I stuff them in my bag. I stuff my bag underneath. I'm just like, man, let these women be on no bull. They get to the dude, the tall dude, that's the guy with his girl. He say, man, them the joints, them nice, them just came out. He was like, yeah, he was like, man, let me see him. And right when I heard that, I was like, here go the bullshit. He's like, let me see him. <laughs> He's like, what you mean, let me see him? Fire, I said, let me see him. My <laughs> <laughs> man took the motherfuckers off. He gave him the dude, dude looked like, ah, these dope. Tied him in a knot, man. Put him around his neck, man. And then they got off on 55th. And I said, yo. <laughs> I was happy. And I was. it was bittersweet. I was sad because what they did to do was bogus. Now he's sitting yeah. out here with no shoes on. Yeah. Man. But I was happy they didn't make it back to me. Because <laughs> they was coming down. So wow. you seen a nigga get foot loose on him. Get smacked. <laughs> Front of his girl. Shoes. To, and, and like... What was he going to do? Like, I, I tell cats, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be brave. Yeah. All the heroes I know dead. Yeah. A lot of them I know are dead. Mm -hmm. Don't be stupid. Don't be stupid. Like, you're going to get packed out for some shoes. And, I mean, he had, a, you know, he was the big dude, but he had a bunch of little hyenas with him. Yeah. And they was itching yeah. to show their loyalty. You know, right now that's the equivalent to. A big homie. You, you. you Shorty's oh, yeah. pulling out the the the, the, the guns and, and popping you. Yeah. That's the it's the same equivalent. But same. back then you got jumped. You got, Might yeah. got your arm broke, your eye black. But you live to see the next day. Yeah. And, and you, nine times out of ten, the cash you end up fighting, you end up getting oh, cool with after yeah. a while because they might oh, yeah. catch you in a situation on another side of town with some cash beef from you, and they help you. Yeah. I've seen it happen. Najee, it's yo. 
every man for I, I'd rather argue with Cash your age. <laughs> I argue with y'all because yeah. y'all understand when you yeah. do something dumb, it's a rap. Right. These young dudes, man. They don't get it. All right, you got it. Because at the end of the day, bro, they feel like I'm 15. I shoot you. Let's say you don't die. I do 10 years. I come out on 25. That's they the, still think they that, still think they don't understand that you fucked up yeah, at yeah, 25. 25, yeah. You they done created several new phones since you've been in jail, <laughs> Yeah. It's the iPhone 8. Plus. That's, yeah, yeah. That's that's that references goes back to what Lil Wayne said. Remember what he said? What he say? Uh, he's the rapper of the of the crew. Uh, so what's I, I don't really fuck with Lil Wayne, so this He said if I murk you, I do twenty years, I come back when I'm forty four. Oh yeah, yeah. When some shit like KD. that. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We was talking about hove, yeah. And they think like they think like, oh, okay, that's cool. No, motherfucker, that's, that's ten cool. years of your life you Go. can't get back. Man. You on the inside. You don't even get papers in the joint at all. Why you want to spend? So I much need the paper around. every morning. <laughs> Nothing. I'm you old know school. what I'm saying? Like I, I read a paper you, every morning. <laughs> not, not online. Well, like, well I, I don't know. Paper boy. We can't say that because motherfuckers making rap videos in jail now. So yeah, yeah, they are. So they getting something in there. I don't want to smell. The phone probably stink. Yeah. Where was this phone? You know how to get that stuff in here, don't you? Hey, for y'all don't know that Leon is a DJ, man. That's that's his that's his other hustle. The, the nigga got to be around the entertainment some yeah. type of form or some type of way. And he got he got a he got a, a very vivid mind and imagination with this this music. He goes all around this whole spectrum. He might pay you some uh what's my man name? Peter Gabriel. Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer. Yeah, taking it back favorites. to Channel 66 and Channel Tom, 50 right Thompson there. Thompson Twins. Yeah. But, but, see, but see, here's the thing with that, even with that, and, and, and De Niro, you probably chime in on this. When I took up DJ, right. it was a hobby. What year? I, I was, I've been doing it for six years now. Okay. Yeah. So when I took up DJ, it was it was a hobby. It was just I saw guys like Dollar Bill. Yeah, I saw Bulu Master. I worked with DJ Ferris, you know, yeah, for yeah, years. Three, uh, the first two guys is very underrated. You know what I'm saying? For, especially and Dollar I, Bill. And, and I've always watched people like Kid Capri, Jazzy Jeff, DJ Scratch from EPMD, and I just thought it was amazing how they controlled the crowd with songs. With songs, they could change the environment. The with the music mood. that yeah. exactly, so I said, as a comic, we do the same thing, Mike. Yeah. When you're on stage, yeah. Yeah. your show can go one or two ways. I could get super raunchy, mm -hmm. start capping on everybody in the audience, and had a crowd turned up, or I could come with creative, thought-provoking humor. The crowd is quiet, but that means they're listening to me. I'm yeah. a storyteller now. I have them right here. So then, when I want them to laugh. Boom, I oh. hit that button, yeah. they laugh. Exactly. So there's there's two different skill sets. So same way I was looking at DJ. So Dollar Bill was like, bro, he came on my house one day. He's like, got all these goddamn records. But when I was in the Army, there was yeah. nothing to do but listen to music. Exactly. So we bought albums and tapes and just partied in the barracks. I said, dog, you need the DJ. He said, man, get your ass. I started going over his crib. Working on the 12s, learning on records first. Okay. Okay. So any anybody that sit up and run the whole, I learned on Serato, no. DJ Dollar Bill taught me how to beat juggle with records first. We did break beats, and I learned how to juggle. I practiced hours a day on his system till I went and bought my own shit. Shout out to Dollar Bill, man. Dollar Bill, man. That's my man. Shout out Dollar Bill, man. Yeah. Cole. 
And and then I just started doing it. And at first it was just play around, play around. Hey, can I get right. a few minutes? Yeah. And somebody heard me was like, yo, you actually know what you're doing. And to me, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't speak for anybody else. But to me, I, I'd rather get accolades from my peers yeah. than a motherfucker who don't do what I do mm-hmm. telling me whether or not it's dope. So, yeah. uh, for example, I'm DJing a set and... Bulu Master walk up to me and was like, boy, that was you back there. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yo, you just inspired me to turn up. I don't care for not a soul in that crowd came and tell me I was dope. Uh-huh. That man just did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because that, that mean more. Kiki, Pam, and Keisha only want to hear their favorite Migos exactly. song at the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, yeah. Not, they're not paying attention Sister. that you blending. None of that none shit. Of that. All they care about is he played Fight Night. He played, and that's yeah. my jam. Birthday. He played pipe it up. Hey, look at my dab, bitch dab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. dab. Yeah. If he don't play bitch dab, he ain't yeah. shit. Yeah, shit. Exactly. Yeah. I'm gonna go ask him. You know what I'm saying? That's what happened. That's what happened last week. You know, what he happened? did it first. She was like, "What Leon playing?" I was like, "Music, bitch." Right. <laughs> playing music. And, and, and I've seen you DJ over the years, whether at the radio station or. Um, at the club, or because you was at Lumen, you yeah. did DJ at Lumen. Yeah, you did DJ uh, at Mike's party this this past time. Yeah. You was just into it. Yeah. I couldn't even get your attention <laughs> at all because you was you was into it. You was yeah. in, and you was playing. Um, well, I mean, it, either was Scarface or you was playing uh, uh, Rakim. Um, and every, I mean, you was just no in it. Scarface, yeah, I, 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 I <laughs> guess who's back is cold ass. Look, I want you to play Scarface and dedicate it to Mike every time. <laughs> he hates Scarface. Why you hate Scarface? hate Scarface? I just don't. It ain't that I hate him. I He's just, a storyteller of the South, bro. He does really not like Scarface. I, I get him, just, please. I just can't get into him. That's all. Like some, he's a, some he's a, well, I, I I can respect that because that's your, that you know that's yeah. that's your personal preference. But yeah. to me, he's a storyteller of the South. What Slick Rick, Ghostface, and Raekwon are to the East Coast, Scarface yeah. is to the South, and his voice is distinct. Yeah. It's, it's like the, the Chuck D. Yeah. He takes his father with his father. Damn, I want to kill. Somebody. And he has one of the, the the best albums that came out this year. Yeah, he does. deeply rooted is cold. And he has one yeah. of the best Mike, albums. I came front. But see, but see, this is what I mean. I don't think this happens anymore. Uh-huh. Talking about, and, and I don't get into old artists, new artists, because I'm going to be real. Just like I can talk about Scarface, I can talk about Lil Reese. True. I can talk about Dirt. Dirt. I, can, I, I like yeah. some of the things that they're doing. But sometimes we as older heads got to understand everything ain't for us. No, so when we when we go into it looking in the mindset like this is supposed this, to be for me, but it's not. When Soldier Boy came out, I thought that was the worst fucking song ever <laughs> made in the history of music. But when I saw Touché. my daughters dancing to it, I said, it's not for me. Right. It's, it's for, for them. them. Yeah. This is their LA. This is their on Soldier Boy. This is the I say if yo if I see from era rap yeah you yeah. know what I'm saying so, shit evolved like how R and B evolving now absolutely yeah. bro they so, was killing him on social so, media last night so now like a-, a guy like Trey Songs is slowly gonna be moved out the way mm-hmm. by Birdman new artist uh, Jack what's his name Jack Keys Jack Keys yeah that that guy's coming. Because it's a new it's age a new of fan. Yeah. Omarion mm-hmm. fans grew with him from B2K to this. Chris Brown fans are growing with him. These guys are going to be the yeah. crooners back in the day. I always say, look at it like this. Because just imagine 20 years from now, the scene is Las Vegas. Yeah. And it's called A Night with Future. <laughs> <laughs> 
And fucking Future come out. He's like, yo, I want to thank everybody for being here tonight. Uh, this is a night with Future. How many of y'all remember this one right here? Introducing, give it up for my good friend Drake. And they do where your ass was at. But yeah. they're like 50. Yeah. yeah. Could you see that? That's the type that? of shit we're going to be seeing. Now think about it. Could y'all see that happening? No, it's Can not going to happen. You couldn't see Drake. Do- I could see Drake, Drake doing yeah. not You couldn't see future. future doing a residency for a whole year? Fuck no. Not in Vegas. No. Drake could if he's alive. Drake will be on the same. Yeah, Drake will be on the same level as yeah, like Drake a Jay would. when it's all said. Yeah, done. Drake would. Because he, he has hey, Future will be doing Joe that. Buttons, but, Joe be doing be like, but you're gonna be like you're gonna be like do ladies, <laughs> ladies. Drake is gonna be. I, look, thirty years. Drake will be sitting behind a piano. Yeah, and he'll be like, ladies, remember this one. <laughs> you used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love And I know when I highlight blue With an orchestra behind him Introducing Nicki Minaj, come yeah. on out I'm yeah. so proud, I'm so yeah. proud that's, a ga- that's how you gauge an artist there, huh? Yeah. yeah, I mean like if it's timeless yeah. How long is it going to sell? Who going to yeah, be riding in that car music. at wow. 70 bumping Gucci? Me You will? No, I'm just I'm, 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 no, but I'm saying if you it's are, so you almost okay. that, three times if you already. Do, no, but this is my point. If you do, that's an attribute to that was the music of your generation, and yeah. I can't be mad at that. Okay, let me you ask know, you this. Just know your grandkids going to be like, Grandma Trevor, she had that Gucci on. <laughs> but Mike, but Mike and Leon and Mike. Nigga, we're going to be saying, let's go to the mo is the best. <laughs> let's go In to the, the mo. Let's go to the mo. be 70. She's tw- She's 25. No, my shit is, uh, She's young. She's 25. Yeah. He's 28. Young. And young brother. Understand this. And this is the question I'm going to pull it out again. In 10 I mean in and at that time where uh, rap would do rap music will a rap artist can do a residency out there in Vegas. It'd be Kanye. Not every rap artist. I was just thinking Not everyone? It'd be no. Kanye. Kanye, Kanye. Somebody with a show. Yeah, Kanye definitely. Kanye. A Drake. Somebody Drake, who's commercial. Yeah. A Y'all Mac- Macklemore. Y'all wouldn't, yeah. You wouldn't fly out there to go see Gucci Man? Gucci Man would, would never I? get it. Yeah, I would. But you and your girls? Me. I like Gucci. I I'm like him too, to but he ain't getting no registry at MGM Grand. He ain't going to be at the Rio. Bombs! Motherfucker. Celine Dion, uh, Robert Goulet, yeah. Prince, and Gucci Man. These are motherfuckers that Gu- are on the marquee at the Rio. Gucci Man at no. the MGM. We got no. to make that happen. Live for one night only, a night with Jeezy. <laughs> no. no. Yeah, boy. It's not going to happen. He going to bring out Jody Breeze. Yeah, like, fuck out of here. Outcast would get a... Thug music. Outcast would get a residency. Outcast would get a residency before that because Outcast had a unique individual in Andre 3000 and Big Boy. Yeah. But I yeah, don't see... Don't checks. Fucking <laughs> Wayne, maybe. maybe. Just, I don't see it because Wayne kind of flailing out right now. But I, I but can see that. Because he's it, getting old. Yeah. yeah. The same shit that he diss other rappers for is happening to him. You just get out of touch. I mean, it's so hard. And he's thinking about the business, too. It's so hard working at WGCI for the simple fact that every day I have to force myself to sometimes listen to shit I don't like. And I done got in the car with the nigga as soon as he got off of GCI. He got the best old school shit Because now... Now, but don't get me, get it twisted. That's my job. Yeah. So you do what you do to keep your job. Mm-hmm. And you do what you do 
to 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 maintain. But at the same time, I do feel like it's a responsibility to keep music alive. So when I go to a club and I hear a DJ play, do a set, and then the next DJ comes on, and the first fucking song he play is a song that I just heard 10 minutes ago that this guy played. This tells me one thing, that the pool of music that they pull from is small, that the audience is a bunch of trained, drunk zombies to only listen to the shit that they can hear every day on the radio. Every day. And no DJ is trying to keep the music alive. So, okay, so maybe playing Eric B and Rakim, I ain't no joke, at Bevy on a Sunday night is not a good idea. Okay. But maybe take the lyrics of it and mix it with a current instrumental. Exactly. Yeah. Just try to yeah. keep shit alive. Like, what they call mashups, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like the way you and Mike love yeah. Yo, I had a shorty. I had a shorty literally tell me the other day we was talking about music because I like to talk with the little guys about music because it keeps me in tune. I, I, I said Michael Jackson. He was like, uh, uh. He literally said, uh, uh. That fucked me up. Yeah. That let me know how old I was. He I like 15. Him. He was like, uh. Choppers. <laughs> thriller. He can't that's name one that's, the, that's the thriller dog. Yeah. That's the thriller dude. The dude that do this. And uh -huh. I was like, wow. Yeah, wow. they don't know. Wow, but I can't get mad at them because it's on us to keep, to the, music keep the music alive. Yeah. When when I'm in the house, my my three year old can rap. I ain't no joke. Okay, word cool. for word, three yeah. can't barely talk good, but she, I ain't no joke because that's that what I listen rocket. to. Yeah, my oldest daughter, she's in the K-pop, like this Korean pop shit that yeah. they play on the video games. Weird as fuck, but okay. She like it. And my middle daughter, now she the little ratchet one. She like her little <laughs> cheap keeps. She, she like her little, little, you know, hotline yeah. bling and oh, yeah. all that shit. She like, you know. So she, you got a good variety going on. Absolutely, and that's right. how it should be. Yeah, yeah. That's but good. they all, you know, mess with each other's music. Yeah, that's dope. So I mean, I try to. When DJ and I take the same philosophy, man, like, you know, it's some shit that you going to relate mm -hmm. to, some shit you going to like, some shit she going to like, some shit you even come up to me and be like, bro, you played that? Yeah. And man, like, he yeah. played or you'll come up Teen Spirit. And she was like, what is this? At where? <laughs> at, at, at Francis. Francis. At Francis. Okay. Flashback and Fridays. That's what we do. Shout out to my man T-Storm. Yeah. 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 And, and he was playing that. And they was like, what is this? And when the bass line dropped, when they get around down, down, down. Man. And they was like, oh, I remember this. I was like, y'all never listen to You played that before? for real? Yes. Man. An all-black club? And that's the point. Yeah. I feel like music is supposed to make you go, wow, I remember where yeah. I was yeah. when yeah. that shit came yeah. out. And the shots yeah. lined up on the bar when he played that shit. So when they caught the steam of it, they said, give us shots. So wow. it's Britney, right? right mm -hmm. All right, so look. You probably have a song. You're just 21, 25. 25. You probably have a song right now, a slow song or something that comes on. It brings you to a time in your life where maybe you was going through with it with some little dumbass boy yeah. and used to pop this tape in yeah. and yeah. listen to it. Like Monica's going to be here tomorrow, going to be at the House of Blues tomorrow. It's going to be sold out. You want to know why? Because it's females that's to this day. Day, just one of them days is they mm -hmm. song. 96. It take I, you back I, to 96. I was into it with this nigga. He made me mad. Just one of them days. Like, that's a female anthem. Yeah. Yeah. But then you got some chicks that's going to be younger that be like, Beyonce's I'm a Survivor. Yeah. Uh, Rihanna's whatever, Umbrella. Yeah. 
everybody's got something that they gravitate to. Like the girls in our age group, they shit was Mary J. Blige, the My Life 411, My Life. Yeah. Which like, just ce- celebrated, what, 21 years? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. think yeah. how crazy that is. Like uh, Cuban Links, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Wu-Tang, 20 Wu-Tang. years. Yeah. Last it's year. nuts. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. I got to survive some shit, so we're going to go into this right now. <laughs> We gonna go into the. We got to. Go into he was about to say something, man. How you just trying to cut the shit off like you run the show. Hey, he man. do run the show. He, all that's right, the okay. man. I'm sorry. All right, all right. You, you run it. the show. You heard it first. Go ahead, Bull. <laughs> <laughs> bombs. Yeah, bombs. <laughs> I never say bombs. <laughs> hey, look. Okay, I want to go back for a second. Two parent household, right? Yes, absolutely. I remember when you was on the radio. Um, not at GCI, but at Power. Power. You said your father wore, where's his wedding ring on his pinky ring? On yeah. his pinky finger. Always did. Always did? Always did. Wow. From day one. Two-parent household. You grew up on 64th. No, I grew up, born 64th in Loomis. Spent most of my formative years 98th in Loomis in Cal Park. How was born it? Born across the street from Ogden Park. How was it growing up in Chicago in that time in the 80s? It was you. it was free. It was fun. It was yeah. cops and robbers. It was hill deal. It was you know one in in the middle of the street, man. You know what I'm saying? Ball on there, you it was, it was kill the man. It was yeah. kill the man with the football. Yeah. It was it. It and was it. You threw the ball it. to the nigga to catch a girl. There was a whole catch ass, ass nigga in the girl. class. Yes. <laughs> oh my catch, catch a girl, girl freak a girl. girl. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was supposed to be kiss the girl. Nah, we Hell weren't kissing no. shit. We was freaking. Just, just hop on him. Just hop on him. Pulling our dicks out. Nine years old. Bobs. Look at this little joint. Because it wasn't circumcised. Yeah. Half, half, your, half your mamas didn't know about the $29 to get that skin removed. Yeah. You <laughs> around here. Push your ass hospital. Right here. $29 to like a newborn elephant trunk. <laughs> ah, he wouldn't let you wear starter coats at all. Nah, my father didn't. He, none of that shit, man. My my pops, man, listen. And, and, I, and I, it's sad that a lot of young black men don't get to say this. My pops was my best friend. Okay. That was my dog. That was my, I'm talking about my man. I go to war. I argue with him like we about to throw blows. But at the end of the day, I was never scared to tell him anything. First time I thought I might have got somebody pregnant. First time I got my little dingling burnt. Yeah. I came to my father. And that's how it Went growing up in Antoinette. That's how shit. <laughs> 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 I always some bitch named Antoinette. Y'all have a. <laughs> but that's just Bangers. it. Back then, the STDs back then didn't have a smell. That's how you was getting caught up. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yes, yes. It was. It was something. This so new you didn't go shit. to that public school the first. Like, nah, we started I'm high school. In public school, we had help the first four weeks. I did. Listen, when and I they saw us that uh, when I saw Rhea, no the movie. Let me tell you what did it for me, Kids. Crystal. I've got gonorrhea. Nah, let me tell you what did it for me, man. What did it? When I saw a, a dick with genital warts on the top of it, look like a cauliflower was growing. Ooh. I said, oh, I'm good. I, hey, said, I don't want to fuck nobody. <laughs> it's going to be Jack Off City for me. When they showed me that, that I said, like a dandelion. I saw that same I said, ain't nobody said, fucking oh up my Cadillac. Oh. I said, I said, them don't go away. Them don't go away. She's like, they they go away, but then they flourish back. Yeah. I say his dick look like one of them things you pick up in the field and yeah. blow, and the little white things break off. Yeah. No, I'm good. <laughs> Daddy lion cop. 
I, ain't I don't no, want that. I don't have no car at the time. I ain't got a car now. I said, ain't nobody fucking up my Cadillac. But, no way. <laughs> but back, the windows out of this motherfucker. But back to what you said, man. My, my pops was my best friend. So I lost my dad to cancer four years ago. Okay. Fuck okay. cancer. Toughest time of my life. Right, right. Because it's only me, him, and my mom. Okay. I don't have brothers. I don't have sisters. Oh, you're the only child? Yeah. Absolutely. That's okay. what we share the bond, man. Absolutely. Right. Coming. Right. Absolutely. And I want to say this too to all the motherfuckers out there that think only children are spoiled. Y'all full of shit. Yeah, we are. Yeah, let me we tell are no, full no, of shit. Not. Yeah, y'all full of shit, because I'm going to tell you why. Here's the difference. Yes, on my birthday, I'm going to get more than you, because you got brothers and sisters, motherfuckers. <laughs> only me to buy for. Right. That's simple math. Right. But check this out. When Saturday morning chores got to be done, <laughs> you can say, hey, you do this while I cut the grass, and let's get finished. My yeah. list was for me, yeah. and only me. And right. if it didn't get done, I got beat up. And my mama used to be like, my boys coming, but my like, father used to be like, man, let's go play football. He'd be like, Sean, is you at the door? She'd be like, I don't give a fuck. I want the payton down there. The God damn it, get them motherfuckers. My father be like, I'm leaving here. Your list on the refrigerator. I get back at three. You better be, if it's eight things on that list, you better have six of them done before I get back home. Okay. And the other two, you can stretch it out. But six better be done. If I come in here and you working on five, I'm going to kick your ass. Wow. I never did chores uh, until I went to college. Damn. Well, all right. Yeah. Bombs. Little Miss yeah. Prince of <laughs> England. Yeah. Princess of England. In yeah. Choppers. I don't know how to wash Jesus. the back of my neck. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Scrub Bangers. my arms, loyal yeah. servants. Yeah. Bangers. Tea and crumpets. Are you fucking serious? Mm-hmm. Then why did you start doing we chores in college? Paper. Oh, like shit. Bombs. Interview over. Y'all should be talking about <laughs> yeah. me. And so, like, I didn't even learn, like, laundry and stuff until I had to go do it myself. You had a house? Where did you live? If you don't mind me asking. In Ashburn, next to Evergreen Park. And you had a housekeeper? Was yeah. she Polish, it, Mexican? It was a man. It was a man. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Might be another never, story with that. You but never, you yeah. never had to do chores. Oh, okay. <laughs> you you never might had be to another story. Tro- no, yeah. <laughs> dick and daddy down. You need <laughs> Oh, man like that dick, huh? <laughs> Bombs! <laughs> oh, man like the licking like a lollipop for you do what a lollipop was. <laughs> and mama <laughs> fool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> This is what happens when you had two comedians in the, on the podcast nah, right now. Ain't shit. Yeah, he's not. He's a dirty dirt bomb. Hey, uh, listen, she didn't. Man, my mama wanted to get woke up every Saturday morning. She said, "When you wake me up, I want to, I want to be woke up by the smell of bleach and motherfucking uh, pine, pine saw." Oh, that's what I want to be woke up by. And she had a hangover. Mine was every Saturday morning. Mine was degreaser. Yeah, remember degreaser? Yeah. They used to come by and sell it. This shit was. Pink and green. So you didn't even know that the stove lift up and you had to clean up under, under the stove, not just take off the They eyes. had electric I mean, I eyes, saw that, bro. but... You saw it. You didn't know how to do it, though, did you? No. You had a dishwasher growing up, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. My father used to sit at the dinner table, get finished eating. He'd be like, hey, that was good, baby. God bless the cook and damn the dishwasher. And then just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> and what you gonna say back when your father no, shit on you? No, no. So, like, I had jokes, but I... <laughs> so it was, a, it was only the three of you all... And my dog, Babbo. Rest in peace, Babbo, man. That was my brother. I had bunk beds, and he slept in the bottom. Yeah. Real talk. The family dynamic was was 98th and... 98th and Loomis. 98th, South Loomis, to be exact. Apartment buildings are still there. First floor apartment on the left. Right next to the alley. The 80s were good for you. Very good, man. It was a great time. 
a even, great time. Even what what did he do? What did your father do? My father, that's that's like you know, I almost get kind of fucked up talking about him because he always made sure his family was straight. My father worked at the steel mill, okay, part time, okay, part time at the post office and full time at United, and went to Kennedy King College. Wow. So when I hear, uh. These sorry ass niggas talking about what they yeah, what they can't man, do. When, you know, ain't nobody hiring. Man, uh, fam, ain't nothing going on. You say there's a steel mill out in Gary? Or? Yeah. He okay. was driving out to Indiana. Uh-huh. He would work there two days out of the week, work at the post office two days out of the week, but worked at United every day and went to Kennedy King. Uh, you know, it, it, it killed me when I hear cats say they can't. Okay. okay. You know, I, I ain't, ain't no such word. You know, you, you do what you want to do. That's what I tell you know what I'm saying? If I want to get my hands on uh, two kilos of dope, I can. Yeah. If I try hard enough, I'll get it. Somebody will get it to me. Yeah. But that's the easy way out. What it is is I just had this conversation with somebody today. Okay. I get tired of our people talking about what we ain't going to do. Yeah. That irritates the shit out of me because I feel like I like the lifestyle that I live. I love the way that I live. If I stop, knock on wood. If they told me tomorrow I couldn't do no more radio and I couldn't book another fucking comedy show, I couldn't book another DJ gig, well, guess what? I'm going to be on somebody construction site, digging holes, cleaning toilets or whatever because uh-huh. I like what I have. Okay. Right. And I'm trying to keep that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to go to jail to keep that. And so, you know, I hear cats say, man, I ain't finna do that shit. But when that little Hispanic dude... Or go clean them toilets for $8 an hour. But then check this out. He do so good, they tell him hire somebody else. He hires his brother. Now, both of them working. Then they hire their little brother. Now, it's three of them working. And yeah. they tell the little brother, you go over to this building and start working on this building. Now, they got two buildings. Okay. Now, next thing you know, in a year, year and a half, two years, they got their own cleaning company. Exactly. Now, they get a building downtown. Two, three buildings downtown. Now, excuse my French, they hiring you niggas. Yeah. Six dollars an hour with no chance to, to move, move up. up. Yeah. Go ahead. So uh the minister talks about this all the time. Preach. We let people come in our community, build these stores, build these buildings, rent these homes, and then they take their money that they make off us and go put it in their community. Correct. They don't put it back in our community. You know what I asked some kids the other day? Yesterday. That's my boy Smiley Kids. I said, have y'all ever seen, they 17 and 16, uh-huh. have you all ever seen store owners who are black? They're like, what you mean? I was like, like the lady that sells the candy and, yeah. and had a little game room and this and that. I was like, I know the game room is like extinct now because of the fact y'all got video games. Y'all right, got the game at home. home. Right. I said, but do y'all know there used to be a lady that had the candy store. On her back porch. Yeah. Or the lady that on 79th Street. We were Ice two cup. of them. But my thing is, you went and supported her yeah. every morning, going yeah. to school. I stopped, get some cookies. And then and you went at lunchtime, and then you went out to school. That woman would pay her mortgage and bills off that. I said, y'all think that's all it do? Arabs do that now. I said, the gas that's station used to just be a gas station. That's it. Yeah, and they sold everything. accessories to cars. That right. was it. T-shirts. Now they y'all, they got Dunkin' Donuts in their motherfuckers. T-shirts. They got the weed. Prepaid phones. You get anything at a goddamn gas station. But it's all. But Arabs. They don't see they don't and, and, know how to do business with black people because they don't see black people in business. And peep this. They just think we just barbers and beauticians. Bulletproof glass everywhere. 
everywhere. Yeah. Which sends you that a message. Clothes. Which sends you a message. We I think y'all savages. We don't yeah. fuck with you. Yeah. Fuck I'll with talk you. to you all you want to behind this glass. Yeah. That's what I told but you. But when I leave day. out from behind this glass, I'm getting in my fucking car and driving to where here. I live. Hell yeah. Over there on Harlem, back. like 154th in Harlem. Yeah. You know? That's where they stay at. Yeah, that's where they You know what I'm saying? I want Shorty one day catch the dude out about, about his guy rule. And they gyros. work you at, bitch motherfucker, they they work at different gas house. stations. And at like, the end of at the end of this conversation, he was like, 965. Cuss me on all you want to. You, they work at different gas stations though. Like I done seen somebody from the gas station in my hood. Working at another gas station that where I live up north. I'm like, what the fuck? You want to know why, bro? Because they family own them. Exactly. Yeah. I'm and like, how the fuck? And they always take on our names. And, and listen, I'm Mike. I'm Mo. I'm Mo. Right. It, it, it's, 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 listen, it, it's so shit like that irritate me. Like, I went into, uh, I was in River Oaks and I went into this store. I forget the name of it, but I was walking in with my cousin. So this white dude walks in with us. You know what I'm saying? And the the cat walked up to him and was like, hello, sir, welcome to so-and-so and so-and-so. How may I help you? So I was standing there, same cat now, come up to us. What's up, homie? How you doing? I said, why you ain't greet me like you greeted him? <laughs> yeah. So he started laughing. He's like, oh, the comedian got jokes. No, I ain't got no fucking jokes. Right. Why didn't you greet me like you greeted him? Because yeah. I'm black, I'm just automatically going right. to talk jive. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah, I got the slang. Exactly, come with the slang. You know What's what I'm up, saying? Joker? Oh well, no, I'm not. I'm not racist. Nothing. I didn't say you were, no brother. But what I'm saying is, don't assume exactly. that we. Cool. I'm one of them, or that we get down like yeah. that. Right, right. Let me man, initiate like that, that branch to exactly. you. Now, if I come to you and be like, "What's up, homie?" Exactly. Hit me back with that. But this show business. Absolutely. Come so to me treat with respect. Thank you, brother. Same way dealing with police and everything yeah. else, man. You know, I, I tell a police officer, so, "Man, you talking to me like." I'm your you kid. just one of the motherfuckers that you ran off the corner. Exactly. I'm yeah. not. Like you can't. I'm not, man. Categorize what's going on. But I get it. You out here in the lands, so you gotta act like the. You gotta act when in the lands. You gotta act like in the. But you also have to have a sense of, of of uh being able to determine. Yeah. That's not one of them guys. Exactly. Yeah. The way I he approached him, I could talk to him, exactly, and I can get some results. I may still have to be a little stern because that's how we're trained mm -hmm. to talk down to you. But at the end of the day, he's speaking with me. He's articulating his thoughts. He's not yelling. He's not right. getting loud. And so why should I? Exactly. Why should I squeeze down on him like that? What time are we at right now in Chicago? Where everything was going on with the Tyshawn, the uh, the uh, Laquan, Laquan McDonald. Uh, Let's not Rakia Boy. Let's not forget about all Rakia Boy, Hadia Pendleton. Yeah. Let's not forget about all those people. And um, then the Chirac movie yes, coming absolutely. out. Yes, absolutely. So what time are we at right now? Like, what, what, what space? It's, is it's crucial, right? It's yeah. crucial right now, Mike. I'm I'm so scared for my city right now. It's, and, and I'm gonna tell you, the the fuse is lit on this powder keg, which is Laquan McDonald. Mm -hmm. If this cop walks, this and when walks. I mean walk, it go from murder one. To involuntary manslaughter, and he only get like two or three years. There is going to be so much bullshit hit this city. Mm -hmm. I just feel it, man. I feel, I it. feel the, the spirits. Kid, what I feel the other kid it. Gets tapes get released. He's not. No, no, no. They're gonna make sure they stay in jail. It's because there's a difference. No, no. The other you kid tape. 
The other the, the guy that got killed on 53rd and King Drive. It's and another the police, tape? It's yeah, it's another, another tape. tape. Oh the Ronald I mean, Johnson, right? Okay, okay well, Johnson. I haven't seen that yet. No, but, and, and I'm saying if it gets released, but, he but, said the police said he had a gun. And they said the but, mama said but, she seen the tape. She said it clearly shows my son didn't have a gun. But I haven't seen that one, so I can't comment on it. I'm not right. going to speculate yeah. nothing until I see it. I saw the Laquan McDonald tape. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely fucking nuts. Where, I were, feel, where were you when you saw it? What was you doing and where were you at? We were researching it at work. As okay. soon as we saw the video was going to post, we stayed at work to just pull it up on our computers. And when I watched it... What was your emotion? Man, anger, fear. Here's my thing. If I already got to worry about getting shot in my own neighborhood by my own people, yeah. the people that are put here to protect me from me, yeah. y'all killing me too? Well, shit, I'm done, bro. Exactly. Yeah. I have no nothing to live for. Yeah. No win. Like, I, no, no win. win. If I know when I walk out here, when the blue and whites roll up, I, I literally have to life. worry about you popping me. Yeah. Like, I, I get so nervous because uh, 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 I'm concealed carry. Yeah. Right? So it's it's on your license when they run your plate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that comes but up. But still, at the yeah. end of the day, I got pulled over by police officers. And as I'm looking in the rearview mirror, they out the car, guns drawn. Yeah, automatically. Damn. So yeah. I'm I'm like, I come up to he come up to the car. He's like license and registration. But he, he got his hand on his I say, bro, why y'all have y'all guns out? Y'all don't have no well, Don't worry, don't worry about what it is. You know, I said, I'm concealed carry, bro. Right. I said, what you need me to do? You I said, I'm not touching shit. I said, you open the door, let me out the car. You go in there and get the license registered since y'all so fucking scared. Yeah. yeah. And I just let them handle it like that. They ended up letting me go. Yeah. But my point is. You shouldn't have to do all that. You think a felon got CCD? Yeah. Exactly. No. You know how hard it is to get that goddamn license here in Illinois? Yeah. They don't want us to have it. They don't want you to have it. And so you, you posted think- something the other day what my man posted. If everybody got their conceal and carry card, boy, and, and join the uh, the and they shut that bitch down yeah. in a heartbeat. Wendell Pierce, if uh, Wendell yeah. Pierce said, yeah. if men, black men, eighteen to twenty five, all joined the NRA and got a conceal carry, yeah. conceal carry license, the NRA would be shut down. The NRA would be shut down in a matter of months. Yeah. If they, they, you live, they, they, like guys your you. age, yeah. Uh, talk about I'm, you. I'm trying to get they would come with tough guys. I'm trying to get my to carry. But I'm just saying, if a bunch of y'all got it and join the NRA, oh, I'll try to put my whole squad on it. They'll <laughs> shut that shit down. But as long as 40 year old white man joining the NRA, it's cool. Yeah. Charleston y'all are not the... no threat. But last time I checked, ain't none of us running in the movie theaters, Planned Parenthoods, shooting up a bunch of innocent people at all. You know what? What's happening with us? We're the victims of. Motherfuckers that don't know how to shoot. Yeah. But bottom line, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I, you know what I'm saying? Except yeah, for the Tyshawn Lee thing, that's just crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. demons to me. That's demonic spirits. I, I don't care what nobody say, call me crazy. But for the most part, we're dealing with guys with the 30 shotters and all this that don't know, ain't Wait, scared. never shot before. And, 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 and ain't man time. enough to stand there and see where they, they see bullet where they, go. Exactly. They just go. They turning and popping and running. Yeah. You know, everybody can shoot a gun. Nobody wants to they be in a gunfight. They low-key really trying to shoot the whole park up anyway. Right. And, and, and like, if we, we get them, hit somebody. somebody. Exactly. Well, here's my thing. Like, if I need 30 shots, <laughs> I'm Ooh. fucked up anyway. Yeah. Exactly. I don't I need, need 30. 30. If I need 30, I'm in trouble. This yeah. is, it's war. I should only yeah. need three. 30 shots. I mean, okay. I <laughs> shouldn't need, no, I shouldn't need, if I want and get your ass out of there. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not standing there. Once I let mine, it's, it's, let's, let's, let's go. remove myself from the situation. Hey, I, I ain't going to lie. There's a guy had one in the shop about six years ago. And it was the first time I ever seen one. He's like, look what I got, Mike. I was like, what the fuck you got? What the fuck is that? I was like, come here. <laughs> Walked into the back. I was like, come here. And it took him out the back door. And we had the sliding doors in the back of the shop. Right. Yeah. Then we took him out the gate. He's like, where you going? I was like, you can't come in there with that. Yeah. He's like, why not? I was like, it's kids, women in there. If you need that, you got too many other people live, right. man, yeah. on the line Jeopardy. Right. I was yeah. like, you got to get in your van. You got to go back where you come from. <laughs> because <laughs> your haircut ain't that important. I was like, you, you walk up on me with that, man. I was like, I don't do the guns. You've been knowing me since you was about eight, right? He was like, yeah. I was like, you're not impressing me with that. You know what you I think? You want to impress me. Walk in here, call me out to the car while you're getting your dick sucked and say, Mike, you next. Do that. That's impressive. <laughs> Not with no fucking 30 pop you know, you know what I think is crazy? You know what I think really needs to be done and, and a lot of reason why we have a lot of gun violence? I believe we don't educate enough on what a pistol can do to you. I I, I really... Shit, these kids it's going get... to be tough. No, 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 no. They don't see... They don't, they, like he said, like De Niro just said, they pop and they go. They, go. Okay. they don't see that round go into somebody and they come all. out the back of somebody. They, they don't see, they're not the EMT that comes on the scene yeah. and sees the aftermath. That's when you fucked up. When you see that, um, what's my man, Quasi? Yeah. He does a poem called His Face. Yeah. He's talking about his brother who got shot and they blew off the right side of his face. Damn. That poem is so powerful and at the end of the poem, he pulls up the actual autopsy picture of his yeah. brother. And when I say that shit put everything he say into perspective, you like, yo, that was one bullet? Yes, yeah. that was one round. Yeah. So, you know, like, like even with guns around the household with children, you have to let kids know this is what can happen if you play with this. Yeah. Whether you shoot it in a pumpkin, let them see like this is what happened. That's mm-hmm. a pumpkin. You see a pumpkin, and a pumpkin is a lot denser than your skull. Yeah. So imagine what it's gonna do to you. White people my, my take boy. their kids to shoot guns. Come on, when Danero. I go to the range, come it's on, always man. little white kids in there taking lessons. Already got their own gun. Got rifles, all type of shit. Bro, I can show you a video of this 13-year-old girl going through this course, laying targets down. Yeah, yeah. I think you showed it to me before. Cole. But for competition and sport. But don't get it twisted. That same training to go if she got to get down, somebody coming out. Exactly. So, I mean, Chicago right now is a very fragile state. And it doesn't help that everybody outside of Chicago that's not from here Got something to say. Got something to say. Yeah. Yeah. When when just two years ago, New Orleans was murder capital. It was. Then Detroit. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia. They was calling it Philadelphia. Yeah. So now your president is from here. They want to shine everything negative on the city. Remember, all this shit just came up in the past four or five years. Yeah. Right. We've been out here. Because the 90s, it was 700 a year. Listen, 500 years, 600 years. Listen, year. man. Listen, it's just it's very fragile right now. It's powder cakes. I'm I'm gonna look into that the the other one you talked to. I really want to see that video. But the Laquan McDonald video, I feel like that officer should get life in jail. And the other officers that were there, maybe not lose their jobs, but be suspended without pay for at least six months because you didn't stop him. 
Yeah. And, and I had a, a conversation Somebody with a police officer. Hey. I had a conversation with a police officer. He was like, man, you're not going to jump in front of nobody that's shooting. I said, come on, man. You bending heads right there. You know damn well I don't mean you jump in front of them. But you say, hey, yo, bro, cease fire. What the exactly. fuck, yo? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I was in the Army for eight years. We'd be on the firing range going down range with M16s. When, when top yelled cease fire, you heard that shit and you stopped. You might have heard one or two rounds pop off to somebody near him. Or was in mid squeeze. That was here. Huh? That was trying to help the streets. They still here. They still out there. They still here. They still out there. Mike changed the whole conversation. No, no, no. I, I just, I, I, it, it just, it, it I said ceasefire. They're like, well, what happened to ceasefire? They're still out there. They, they on the west side. Like, Boy, that new <laughs> song, Spicy. Popeyes, you ever had that chicken? <laughs> it is spicy. Hey, like, you know nigga. me, man. Hey, I, I, I got to ask you this. I love my city, though. Don't get it twisted. If anybody yeah. else out there listening, I'm always Chicago till I die. But we got to do better, y'all. We have got to do better. And it's on us. I'm not blaming the new guys because they have no guidance. They have no direction. It's on us. It's on the guys that come before them. And and now you guys that are about to be 30, like you, you the OG now. Yeah, you you got to reach back. We I've been trying to tell them, like, I mean, I've been trying to get them, like, find you something to do because you want to be out the way as opposed to... Repping the block, you want to just be out the way a l- more often than not. Man, you're, you're saying you out of more trouble you're than saying anything. at 28 years old, he's a he's the OG he's an OG now. Because yeah. it's little homies for real. That's they 15, 21, 15. 14. Yeah. I got to talk to 21 year old out here carrying bangers bigger than they body. Yeah. So what am I then? What are, we what ancient, are, bro? We, we, yeah. What are three we of ancient. us in? We, we, we ancient. We let. I'm a triple OG. Nah, you're like a quadruple OG. You're like hieroglyphics on a wall to them. So that's why the whole thing. I used to be all for when they said we need to. Get Jeff Ford out and, and bullshit, Larry Hoover. Man. And I was like, you know, for a moment I thought like that was the answer. But I thought these young boys are so far disconnected from them. Yeah. Man. From that they might try man. to do something to one of them to cats one of them to build to... their name. Yeah. yeah. You it's gonna take a guy like a bump J yeah. to come home and say, Man, y'all cool out. Definitely. You know, it's gonna take somebody like that. And then it might just take they got to change for themselves, man. Yeah. They got to want it. You got to show by example, lead by example. I, they got to want it. We're going back to the... But when you ain't got no father, when your household broken, when you, yeah. when you supplying everything in the house, when you living your life like an adult and you 12, it's hard. Yeah. I, I agree. It's hard. When you, when you got to tell little boys how to wash their bodies and how, how important hygiene is for them, that's what I do with the basketball team on a daily. Like, I go over there on a daily just to check up on them because... Now they're in tune with Coach Mike, and they want to hear his voice. They want to text. They want to do this. They want to ask. Yesterday, a little boy got in trouble for sending another girl porn. This nigga got a porn site, and he sending it to her on her phone. Her mama was doing the fool up there. So I was like, Oh man, what grade was they in? They in seventh grade. God damn, it's crazy man. But she was going off on the boy that she that he she used to go with. This little seventh grade girl. But the mama up there with the tightest outfit on and right. the tightest of clothes with the longest of hair and the little girl just like that. Her uniform is tight, long hair, seventh grade. So he was like, I wouldn't, it wasn't me, Coach Mike. It was so-and-so. He did that, but but, but she was like, but that used to be your girlfriend. Can I, I was like, how are you saying that? Can I say something about that, grade? though? Can I say something about that, dude? We got to get off that, too. Yeah. Listen, I come from an era like, 
I'm not going to judge the woman on how she dresses because she might be a hell of a mom. But here's my thing. We lose the sight of do as I say and not as I do. Yeah. I came from that. I don't give a fuck. My father had a glass of scotch in his hand and a <laughs> joint in his mouth. Yeah. I know I couldn't do it, at least not in here. Nah. Now, if I went outside or something, he couldn't watch me 24-7. But we got to get back to do as I say, yeah, not as I do. do. But the problem is, man, you can be a grandparent now at 35. Yeah. That's oh, the geez. problem. See what I'm saying? That's the problem. You're and happy about it. They, 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 they doing a baby shower and everything. You're 35 and you got a 16-year-old. Yeah. And they and have they a baby. And then they get pregnant at the same time. You're a grandfather. And then they, then they uncle is three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this is the dynamic we're dealing with. Yeah. And then the fathers ain't around. Yeah. And, and it means a lot. Or, or some type of male figure. Like, I know guys that grew up without fathers, but they had uncles. Yeah, they had yeah. older cousins. I used to bust them up. I'm Mike, I'm pretty sure you got, like, yeah. the little boys in my family. I catch them. Hey, man, your mama tell you you're out here wilding. I, and, and, it's, and I deal with each one of them different way. I got one little, I call him my little nephew. He don't take to nice talk. Yeah. You got to threaten to fuck him yeah. up. And then he get it, though. But that's how you got to deal with him. Yeah, you know but then that. I got another one. I could tell him, hey, man, I'm cutting you off. <clears throat> no gym shoes, no concert tickets. You ain't going nowhere. That burns his soul. So you got to talk and yeah. learn how to deal with each one of them. Yeah. Because you can't just go beating up everybody. Some no. motherfuckers are like, okay, well, you going to beat up on me? I'm about to go out here and whoop on me a motherfucker. I got a 14-year-old man, and he, he's something else. He on a team, and last week he told me, Coach Mike, I got a lot of shit going on. That's crazy. <laughs> I said, if you're going to say it like that, you must got a lot of shit going But he told me, like, man, I've been through six different foster homes. Foster home, yeah. I got this going on, I got that. So he had me so fucked up, I just was like, go to the gym, man. Boy, I had a shorty I used to mentor <laughs> from Crane. He missed it. 35 days of school in two months. And it's only 41 days in the I said, damn, <laughs> you missed a semester. Yeah. He goes, man, Mr. Rogers, I be wanting to come to school, man, but I be tired, so I just crashed over my auntie house. I said, fuck you tired for you. You work? You got a job? He's like, no. This was his exact story. Mike broke my heart. I wish I could have took this little boy in to live with me. He said, nah, man, you know, my daddy... A BD, and you know, I, I run with the stones. And he say if, you know, he catch me at the house, you know, when he come through there, he going to have the shorties jump on me, neighborhood shorties jump on me. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. he don't think he his son, but he is. Yeah. And he get into it with the mama. I said, what am I supposed to say to him? <laughs> yeah. the, the person that's supposed to protect him yeah. is like, yo, man, on BD, if I catch you in the house, <laughs> I'm going to have you whooped. What am I supposed to say to that kid, man? You can't. What, what can you say to him? Kill me. I'm like, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. So they, 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 they like, like this is. So they be having shit going yeah. on. Yeah. That's what he was telling me. He took, came into the shop this, this summer. Early as hell in the morning. I was like, what you doing up here so early? He like, my daddy said I gotta leave the house when he leave the house. That's nuts. <laughs> I was like, that damn. Absolutely. But that's crazy. his stepfather. I mean, that's his foster parent. So I was like, what you be doing? He's like. He just don't want me in the house. But these foster parents, they don't be wanting these kids for real. They want the check. Exactly. And so they don't trust these That's kids. They don't girl, like these kids. I heard kids. old girl got that $5 million check and ain't said a word. Here's, the foster here, parent got it. Here's what I want to ask you real quick. Comedy. When did it come into your life, period? What year? Uh, 
I would say I first found out I wanted to do comedy when I was in Fort Seal, Oklahoma. It was my last year there. It was 95. Okay. And, when uh, you was in the Army, right? Yep. Okay. I saw Michael Coyer. Okay. So Michael okay. Coyer uh, at this place called Night Tracks on Cash Road. Ripped it. And all my boys used to be like, man, you funny. I used to keep people laughing in the field and stuff. So when Michael Coyer got off the stage, I say, hey, Mr. Coyer, I want to do what you do, a comedy. And Michael Coyer, I don't know if he was being an asshole or they was just being him. He was like, well, young man, don't, don't just talk about it. You do it. I don't yeah. want to hear that shit. And He's we from Chicago, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 Walked up. A great story. Right. Was on drugs, everything, yeah. when he did his show on Venice Beach. Yeah, that was he the coldest off. shit ever. That was, that was an 89, up. wasn't it? Yeah. 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 So, um, and I, I did it. I came home, and I just, I did it. First time ever on stage, it was terrible. Worst experience of my life, I wanted to quit. <laughs> Father shitted on me. Uh huh. You know, he's like, hey, boy, you keep your job, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but you need that tough love is the best love. Well, it was people like Damon Williams, George Wilborn, who heard me on stage. Tony Schofield was like, you funny. You just don't know how to formulate jokes yet. You don't have. And then I, then I just started grooming. Like, you know, I had I used people for a blueprint and then started creating me. Yeah. But And then just stuck with Not it. Not stealing. Though. Listen, comics out there listening. He formulated a blueprint, but he watched others. He didn't uh, steal. So, like, so <laughs> I took, so for example, I took Dion's Cole, Dion Cole's creativeness. Yeah. Uh, George Wilborn's commanding of the stage. Tony Schofield's uh, genius, brilliant writing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, Corey Holcomb not being afraid to say whatever you want to say. Whatever he wants to uh, say. Uh, <laughs> you, get, you get a guy like Damon Williams, his business acumen, yeah. how to dress, how to be fly on stage. You just, you know, and then some people like... D-Ray. Well, D-Ray, wasn't, D-Ray came after us. D-Ray yeah. came after, after I didn't know me. Deion Cole was like... Back then, oh yeah, yeah Dion yeah, was around before hilarious. me. I came I in behind. Him. I used to work at this um, summer camp that his kids went to, so that was all I knew him as. It was like he a comedian. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. His son out in South yeah. Holland. Hmm. His little boy out from South Holland. They yeah, South Holland. But Leon gave, I mean, Leon gave me my first big up when I came off the stage one time. Yeah, he told Kelly how he was like, "That's Mike. He pretty good. He, he up and coming. He pretty good." I was like, "Yeah." Yeah. Give me two more Heineken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and give whatever he wants. But but it's just it's just something you have to stay with, man. And it's a craft. And I hate people. Yo, yo, this is for all the people out there that think they funny. That's funny in their living room. It's funny in the barbershop. I get it. You funny. Where you comfortable I felt at? the same way. Where, Where you, you comfortable, comfortable at and everybody knows you. The art form of a stand-up comic, I can go into any room, any environment, any group of people, any race, nationality, or whatever, and evoke laughter. That's when you find out if you're real. Standing in here talking to your boys how y'all bust down shorty folk and them last night, that ain't shit. Because once you go to Iowa or you go to Utah and perform for BYU and it's a bunch of Mormons, shorty folk jokes don't work. So now what do you do? So... Just just appreciate the art form. Same way when, when I DJ. I appreciate what they do. I know it's a skill to it. It's yeah. an art form. Just like somebody doing a podcast. It's a skill. It's an art form. It's just you're just not getting on here talking. You got to have content that people want to hear. Yeah, you exactly. do. And you if do. you don't, you do. your podcast, you just some people on the mic talking. 
Did you uh, ever take uh, improv classes? Yes, I did. Because I low-key think I'm funny. But yes, I thought I about taking improv classes just to get more natural at uh Absolutely. At, yeah. uh, I did. I went I went to second city. We actually, some some history, fact check, we were actually the first all-black improv group out of the Second City Theater. The okay. Skybox Theater was called Forgotten City. Amazing troop of people. Myself, Mark Simmons, B. Cole, Dion Cole, Shay Shay, Ray Lepowski, Marlon uh, Tiffany. Marlon Marlon was there for a little while. Marlon uh, Mitchell. Yes, Marlon Mitchell. Don Boatman. Yeah. Tiffany Curtis. Like Alex Ortiz. We amazing yeah. cast of people, man. Amazing cast. So yeah, absolutely. That's all a part of it. That's you know? all okay. You know, Who's some you? people think comedy is just getting up on stage talking shit. Yeah. If you tell me you gotta have a drink to go on stage, I tell you automatically this ain't for you. Yeah. Who's man, your Who's your favorite yeah. comedian? <laughs> My of all time. Comedian? Of all time. Oh, that's tough, man. Why do motherfuckers always? We do got that? to ask. That. That's <laughs> like <laughs> having your favorite rapper. There's so well, many. Can I give you five? Come on, give me five. 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 Of course, Daddy Rich, Richard Pryor, Rich Pryor, um, Eddie Murphy, true, George Carlin. Whew, now I get tough. George Carlin. George, George Carlin is one of the fucking most wow. cerebral, brilliant comics I've ever heard in my life. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. Uh oh. And last but not least, this is the one I want to hear. Jim Rope. <laughs> It's tough because these are two legendary motherfuckers, but... You can tie it up if you want. Well, tie between Dick Gregory and Red, uh, Red Fox. Whoa. Dick Gregory and Red Fox. Yep. Bombs. Red, Red Fox. I never for heard of Malcolm X said that was the funniest dishwasher you ever seen in Red life. Fox for the, for the simple fact that he didn't give a fuck. He didn't give a I fuck. I used to listen to his albums that just had an X on the cover. Uh, Dick Gregory, because he was political, he okay. came... He he was about awakening black folks. Yeah. Eddie Murphy was just a beast. Yeah. And of course, I left people off like Chris Rock. Chris yeah, Rock was amazing. Yeah. Don Rickles was one of my Don favorite Rickles, comics yeah. of all time for just gagging on motherfuckers. Man, Don Rickles could come crazy. Yo, yo, I break it down for, for the young people in the room. Face ass. We'd be like, man, you old Saddam Hussein, face ass. Don Rickles would come in and destroy motherfuckers. Yeah. He an old ass Jewish white man. White dude, yeah. I and know he Don would just blaze. He would blaze. Everybody. In the, in whatever he it see. don't matter. Johnny Carson, his his with his his interviews with Johnny Carson never went the way they were supposed. They to. They never. Go. Yeah, you're right. You're <laughs> but right. comedy, but comedy is is so wide and broad, man. I love people like Rich Little, impressionists like Rich Little, Mitch Hedberg, who's from Chicago, yeah. classic <laughs> comedian, man. It's, comedy is just it's it's so it's so many different people. You know how Bernie Mac, Bernie Mac, rest in peace. I was, I was, Damn. <laughs> I was waiting for you to the, the, the name. Go ahead, Britt. Yeah, but I was going to ask, you know how we were talking about Robin music Harris. and how music Man. evolving and the music now is just not for you? Right. Is comedy like that, too? Like with newer comedians or is, is See, it? That, that's why I think it's a little different. Because comedy funny, more timeless. Funny is funny. Mm. Funny is funny. Funny is funny. I don't put a black or a white on funny because I know some white boys that are coming to room and will destroy it. Now, what I, what I don't respect is white comics that play to a black crowd and try to talk black culture shit yeah. just to get over in our room. But then I'll see you up north. And you're doing a whole nother and set. And you're doing a whole nother set. That's bullshit. Because the same jokes I do here, do I'm going to take them right out there to the Laugh Factory and do them out there. Okay. So okay. funny is funny to me. 
You know, so Kevin Hart, funny. You know what I'm saying? BLT. Who's some uh like new comedians? <laughs> Who like some new comedians that's like on the scene that we should be looking out for? Uh-huh. That must have been an inside joke there, right? No, there. I got that from Tony Schofield nah, when he was I'll, doing that shit. And that motherfucker said BLT Mike jokes. Shit, he said <laughs> BLT jokes. Don't nobody want that I shit. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> Listen. Go ahead, Snuff. Uh some guys I think are real funny now, man. It's a couple of cats from St. Louis that's absolutely off the chain. But the I love one, Lil Rail. Lil Rail's not new though. Lil, I consider well, Lil Rail. I, I consider Lil Rail. <laughs> I seen Lil Rail. He like if, if, if we were if we were the senior class, Lil Rail was the junior class right behind us. Um. So he he's he's paid his dues. He's earned his stripes. Lil Rail been doing comedy close to 10, 11 yeah. years now. So yeah. uh I like one guy I like right now who just entertains the shit out of me are the new guys, man, is uh, T-Murph. Yeah. T-Murph is fucking funny to me. I yeah. like T-Murph. With the beard. He's hilarious. T-Murph is hilarious. I like, uh, even though he's not really new, Mark Henderson is a genius yeah. writing. He's very, he's very, I like Davey Boy Heller. I like his set. Uh, I like creative comics. Yeah. You know, I don't necessarily care about the loud. Just like, niche. You ever suck dick till your nose bleed? Like, okay, no. shock value, we yeah. get it. You know, yeah. I like people that make me think. Just Niche, is, she's going to be good, too, as yeah. far as the female goes. Uh, Erica Clark is funny. It's, it's a lot Mike of Sam, stuff. you good, man. Mike Don't come Sam, down here and shoot the motherfucker yeah. up. Mike Sam, funny, too. And see, that's another thing. <laughs> uh, now, now, I will say this. You can't pick one new comic over the other. They be and they feel. That's one thing I will say about this new generation of comics. They gonna get mad at me. I don't care. They get into their feelings too fast about shit. When we was coming up, we could bomb. I come off the stage and then De Niro, if you was there, and you was like, "Damn, nigga, you bomb," and we'll laugh about it because we know that's part of the game. You do that now to one of them, you gotta fight. These niggas be ready to walk they be ready in to the middle of King Drive and get hit by a bus. <laughs> think about these comedians. Come to do 65 and hit me. It's coming from like the internet. Uh, like the Instagram comedians. Like, yeah. like DC, like DC, like DC and, and King Live. Batch. And King like, they all getting MTV deals. And Here's the thing. On the TV show. I commend them. I commend them for uh, creating a new lane. Yeah. Because let's be honest, before I, now I don't call them comedians though. There's mm-hmm. a difference because mm-hmm. they're not they're they're entertainers. They're internet entertainers because mm-hmm. for the simple fact they can record that Instagram over and over till they got it right. Okay. When we're on stage with that mic, it's live. every word that come out your mouth could lose the crowd or could win it. That's the difference between us and them. No, but problem. I'm not I'm not mad at them because you're supposed to create a lane. We didn't have the internet. And shit right. like that. Leon, quit bullshitting. If the niggas yeah. whack, the niggas whack. No, DC, no, 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 no. If DC but it blows f- me because I think I agree that like you only famous or funny on the computer, but then you see them putting on putting them it's on the these king, TV shows. But let me tell you why. I asked the shit for real. Is the nigga King Karan from <laughs> the nigga from Houston? Is he funny? Is a DC young fly nigga just because he said that? And spoke Bring your reason. ass here. Wait, wait, wait. Is he fucking funny? The Can sketches he, are funny. Yeah. Can he get on that motherfucking stage? Sketches are funny. They're not trying that, to but get on the, the they don't call themselves comedians. Yeah. They don't. They just, King Bunch does not it. call himself a comedian. Okay. King Karan does not call himself a comedian. DC Young Fly doesn't call himself a comedian. And if you want to pay a motherfucker $5,000 to come in and host your party, why not take but, it? But, 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 <sighs> look at this. You got to look at it from the business side. See, exactly. me working at Clear Channel, I understand. DC Young Fly has over 1.5 million followers. Yep. If I put him on Wildin' Out, 
guess who's going to watch Wild and Out because DC Young is one point one point five million people. Yeah, mm-hmm. Steve Harvey, Radio Jocks. We went through this with Radio Jocks. Radio Jocks got so mad when all these comics started getting their shows. Ricky Smiley, uh-huh. Steve Harvey, yeah. DL Hughley, uh, uh, my girl uh, Monique. Yeah, they all was like, it won't work. They're not radio people. Blah 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 blah. blah. But the people who run the companies are like. These motherfuckers are kings of comedy. Yeah. They just have millions of people watching this movie worldwide. If I put him on the air, and what happened? They start listening. Look at Steve Harvey Look right Steve now. Harvey, yeah. Look at DL Hughley's show yeah, right yeah. now. Yeah. They state they syndicated. Yeah. Tony Sko. Tony Sko. Shout out to my bro Tony Sko, man. Been on radio was at WGCI for 15 years. Yeah. yeah. See, and this is the thing that people don't look about. Comedy is a platform to do everything else. Mm-hmm. You know exactly. what I'm saying? See, my my goal is take comedy. I got into radio. I actually want to do sports radio. We talk about that all yeah. the time. My man want to do the sports center. I want to sit on sports center anchor desk and give you the night's recap. But at the end of the day, I way have to better start, than motherfucking Mark Jangreco. I have to start somewhere. <laughs> And comedy is that base. So I'm not mad at them for creating a lane. Now, what I will challenge them on when they say, I'm a funny stand-up comedian. Okay, well, nigga, get on that stage, and this is how you prove to me you're a comedian. Not that you do five, ten minutes on open mic and you rip on Wednesday night (laughs) at at Jokes and Notes. Yeah. When uh, a show hosted by D-Ray, Lil Duval go up, Marcus Combs go up, Goddamn Carlos Miller go up and you last. Yeah. yeah. That's when you show me if you a comedian. Get this. Because them four people I just named. Yeah, they gonna, they gonna, gonna rip. Tear ass. Yeah. Bombs. Then you gonna and then get, the, get the crowd back <laughs> to get into your, your line. Absolutely. And you get them and you to listen to whole, you. Right. And you got a whole nother style from what they doing. Shit. That's when you find out if you funny. Yeah. And I, trust me. I watched Corey Hopeman. Corey Hopeman. What rip. The stage before Kevin Hart when he was opening for Kevin Hart. Man, he's listen, funny. Listen, bro. <laughs> the most memorable night I ever had in comedy and the most scary night. Damon Williams used to have this room called TNT Comedy Hub. Yep. Stories by Leon Rogers. It was in in a, a off Torrance yeah. where the Dixie Kitchen is at yeah, I now. Know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Sunday night. I swear to God, we standing in there chilling. Damon. Come in and he talking to this dude. I said, nigga, is that Bernie Mac? Hmm. Yes, it was Bernie Mac. And Bernie Mac did this. He was like, all right, Damon. Yeah, Damon, I want to go up first. <laughs> Damon went up, did like 10 minutes. Crowd didn't even know Bernie was in the building. They said his name. Now, this is before Kings of Comedy. He working on his set mm, for Kings, Kings of Comedy. Comedy. Okay. Man, the dude go up there and do the motherfucker joke. Like, you know, I'm out this motherfucker. <laughs> First comic. Motherfuckers flipping tables in that bitch, throwing glasses through the window, <laughs> setting themselves on fire. Shit was crazy. Right. Motherfucker came and told Corey Oakley, he was like, Corey, you next. Corey looked like, fuck it, let's go. <laughs> Corey went, ripped right behind Bernie. Meanwhile, Bernie's standing there watching. Then he was like, all right, Leon, you next. I'm sitting up here frogging my throat. <laughs> I had only been doing comedy maybe about a year. Yeah. I'm like, motherfucker, I can't. You know how when you wrong, your yeah. voice goes. Yeah. I, can't, I can't go up here. You know, goddamn, come around here. Yeah. Motherfuckers, you know what? You got to put it 
Went up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Had the great one of the greatest shows of my life. Then Muhammad went up behind me. It was just back to back to back. Bernie Mac said, I'll never forget this. He said, that's what the fuck motherfucker shot time. You young motherfuckers know how to do it. Because yeah. we was all doing Miltronaires. We was yeah. doing this room. Yeah. And to me, that was just like, that's when I was like, okay. I'm I'm supposed to do this. I'm I'm cool. Five dollars on two. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Rest in peace, man. We used to I shoot at Bernie Chuck man. Guns shop. Oh, man. used to go to Chuck's all the time. Probably, probably got a illegal gun out of there too. <laughs> I ain't say that, Chuck. <laughs> hey, you 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 mentioned radio. You yeah. can I say the word survive? You can say whatever you want to, man. I just you didn't went from you started off at Power, right? Power ninety two. Yep. Had a good run Was there. living in DeKalb and driving to Indiana every day. Damn. Wow. That's why a motherfucker can't tell me. Can't tell about, you shit. I don't want to hear living that, in DeKalb, you either wa- I was living in DeKalb, and I was driving from DeKalb, Illinois, uh-huh. to fucking 6336 Calumet Boulevard wow. every day, Monday through Friday. And working at Nike doing the summer league. Can nobody tell me when you want to do something, you're going to do it. Yeah. You went from working at Power. Yep. That was the first stop for radio. Yes, sir. Tell them about your first day at GCI. Tell them what day you started. Don't <laughs> fuck y'all head up. Listen to this. This nigga Mike, I swear. No, real talk. September 11th, 2006. First day I started. And I was so mad at Elroy because you put me in the studio. I'm a comic on one of the most fucking depressing days of the year. Because, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, everybody's reminiscing about yeah. where were you at? Yeah. You know, they run into secret things. WGCI celebrates yeah. where we, we remember. Yeah. September 11th. <laughs> September 11th, I watched my uncle die burning in the... September 11th, All where day. were you? And then they throw it to Leon, like, <laughs> what the fuck joke I'm gonna make, man? Y'all talking about people dying, bro? But he said he hired me on that day because he knew I was funny. He wanted to see could I Adjust. talk and, 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 and talk about worldly things instead of just being comical. But I was mad as fuck my first day at work. But you but you like I said, you was at power. You was at power for a while. Yeah. Some things went wrong? No, it's just it's your radio, you have a clock. Gotcha. It's always ticket. Yeah. I think the only person that ain't gonna ever get fired off radio is Herb Kent. No, Herb Kent's gonna die in the studio. Yeah, but yeah, but what happened battle. was, what happened was, I just me and Ferris we had the show Hood Radio. Yeah, yeah, and classic radio. That's, what that was a classic man, show. I still tell people to this day, man. Classic, it's one of the dopest fucking shows. I put that show right up there with the rap down with uh. My man Disco Dave, rest yeah. in peace. Uh-huh. Ramonski. Yeah. I put it up there with Chili Q on KKC. We was right there. We okay. had that vibe. But it was time for me to go. Budget cuts. I fell underneath the budget cut. And you know, no hard feelings. That's another thing, too. Don't burn your bridges. You know, right. When you get fired, you get fired. It's a job. You been, they might call you back. GCR, you've been through morning show hosts. <laughs> you, that's why I said the word survive. Well, some people say survive. I might be the cancer. Because let me tell you the breakdown. So right. I went from driving in the pickup truck on power. I was the guy that was in the street. Yeah. To end with Stone Pony Baby Girl. It was a Stone Pony Baby Girl morning show. Right. And I was the comedic relief. Okay. But then they let go of Stone Pony and made it the Baby Girl Courtney Hicks, Leon Rogers morning show. Okay. 
Then they let go of Courtney Hicks. They moved me to nighttime with Ferris. Okay. Then I got let go, went to GCI. Crazy How McGee morning show. Right. They let go of Crazy How McGee. Wow. Then I was doing traffic for Steve Harvey. Then I was working 6 to 10 at night with Frankie Robinson. Yeah. Go get a radio. Yeah. This was after the bad boys, right? That's after the bad boys. Right. Right. Then they let her go. Gotcha. Then I went back to mornings. Tony Schofield, Nina Chantel, the morning riot. Right. They let, they let Tony, Tony, Tony and go. Nina go. Yeah. Right. Now I'm here with Cal and Kendra G and the Chicago Morning Takeover. Bombs! Say it one time. Before we end the show, you got to say it one time. What? The weather, man. <laughs> say, that, say, say that word. What is it? <laughs> I can't say that shit for nothing. And now it's time to take a look at your Chicagoland weather forecast from the Exogen Temporal Thermometer Weather Center. <laughs> That's some shit to say, man. <laughs> <laughs> they pay a lot of money, goddammit. You yeah, better I know. get it right. He got that shit together. <laughs> you better get it right. He had his daughter to the, uh, you get, the three year was selling uh, extra gin. You get called in the office for that one. Yeah. Nah, you don't want to get called in the office for that one. Yeah. The Exergen Temporal. What was, what was your best interview on radio? Best interview I've ever done. Ooh. I had a couple of good ones. I heard you with Sierra a few weeks ago when he, yeah. I was on the phone or whatever. Yeah. We talking about in person too. I need to know in person videos. Uh, Barack. Interviews. Barack. Before he became president. Yeah. And he was running for senator. Barack. And probably one of the most touching. The Tyshawn Lee was most tough. It was, that was tough. Yeah. That was tough, bro. But the most touching is when Diamond Brownridge died in a dentist chair. The little four-year-old little girl, diamond, yeah. little diamond. We I'm had the Paris mother. Son. We had the mother on, yeah. and we had the dentist on. Yeah, that was that was mind blowing. Wow. I'll say that. And and I've interviewed uh, artists. I, I don't know. I don't really get hype for artists, man, because most of them don't want to be there. It'd be early in the morning. They don't want to talk. Yeah, you know, some of them who you think are great. Total dickheads, and then Jay Z. Jay's just interesting. <laughs> I gotta ask you. You know what happened, right? Jay's, you know, yeah. Well, Everybody know hand. what I'm talking about. If you yeah, know what I'm so, talking about, yeah. Story, story time with Leon. What Go up? ahead, real quick. Hennessy Black Carpet event. LeBron James. It was Blueprint Three tour. Right. They were coming here in Chicago. Hennessy Black was doing this thing, red carpet. So I was hosting the red carpet. So everybody in that came shrine. through. Did an interview with me. LeBron came through. This is when he was about to come up on his decision. All that, remember? Right. So I'm talking to him. I say, man, your shoes look real good in red and black. He laughed, kicked it. So now the one person everybody was waiting for, Jay-Z, comes through the door. The photographers have been sitting there for seven hours waiting for this guy. So (laughs) awesome. Awesome, you know, awesome hype shit because it's Jay. Like, I'm a fan. I'm like, yo. He's in the building. Y'all been waiting for him. Y'all show some love. Put y'all hands together for Jay-Z. Walk right the fuck past. (laughs) So his security guard, (laughs) like when I stuck my hand out to greet Jay-Z, his security guard took my hand and pushed it away and just walked Jay-Z through. So the photographer's going nuts. Motherfucker, we've been out here for seven hours. We ain't getting no fucking picture. So... These one little guys, and it's funny, these one little guys, I won't mention their name, okay. but they had a website. They had a little website that they was trying to get off the ground, kind of like Fake Shore Drive. Right. Yeah. And they, they put this video out that said, Jay-Z treats Leon Rogers. Right. 
So I thought it was funny, Chicago you know what I'm saying? Boy. Yeah, and that's what I and I was like, <laughs> y'all took that and Jay-Z didn't even do it. His security, His security did. Right. Right. And that was just security being security. Or being a dick. I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. But my thing is, I didn't think nothing of it. But they ran with tried it, to tried it to make it a blow it up. And and I, you know, I never was the one to look at comments, but I did look at comments at that. And a lot of dudes was like, the fuck is y'all talking about, man? The security pushed their hands down. No, that's what that nigga get. I'm like, wow, these people like, that I don't know, even, they know, don't even know. I'm like, like, you probably well, I don't know how like, their website doing, but Drew gave it a little love when he put it on Fake Short Drive. But Drew laughed about it. Drew yeah. called me. He said, man, you care if I put it on the site? I'm like, nah, I don't give a fuck. At you. least he reached out. Yeah. Me. Because it was funny more than anything. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I interviewed LeBron James, Dr. Ian Smith, the black boy that just won a gold medal, Donnie Jones. Okay. Yeah. For the same, I, I've same. interviewed yeah. like fucking Monica. Everybody has walked through all these stars. But all y'all want to focus on is that Jay-Z's bodyguard knocked my hand away. Yeah. Chicago. And, and, I, and I stuck it out to shake it. Like that's I Chicago. did something, you know. I yeah. said, wow, that's, that's crazy. Right. So yeah. then I knew right then and there how I had to deal with certain people in my city. Right. But, it, you know, it's, it's a fun memory. I, could, I got to say, I got this by Jay-Z. How many of y'all can even say you was in a position to, get this to by even Jay-Z. get this by and that And rest in peace to that security guard because that's the one that went crazy. The white guy. And the police yeah. shot him up. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Off of them pills, huh? Nah, yeah, I ain't say all I'm, that. I'm, I'm talking about like the, like the muscle pills. I ain't talking about like the... Fuck like, is fucking yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to say what I... Like people be telling me like... The, what are muscle pills, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> muscle pills, you know. Steroids, motherfucker. You know what I'm talking about. Muscle, muscle pills. pills. Yeah. Muscle pills. Like, like it's a muscle soup. Like <laughs> if you eat this soup, you'll hey, get muscles. When you muscle think ain't working, you call it Cialis. <laughs> Bombs! I call it gin. <laughs> hey, check it out. We appreciate you, man. Like, like 100 for real, all the time. That's what you do with me. You keep it 100. Yeah. I appreciate you coming out here. It's late. You got to go to work uh, in the morning. I just want to say to everybody that's listening to this podcast, I'm sorry because we went all over the fucking place, but it was fun. And hey, this was that's fun. What podcast it was. Do. That's what podcasts do. That's what it was. There's no format at all, but this was fun. This is one of the, you know, I'm glad and honored that you... You came nah, out, bro. I want to. Co- I want to come back, man, and hang out when y'all have other people on. So can, yeah, it's fun. He gonna let you know when to come. I want. Uh, I'm no, pause. Open. No, he's not. Pause. Yeah, pause. <laughs> pause. 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 He's never pause. gonna let me know when to come. <laughs> See, he don't. He don't play I the- almost slapped the shit out of you right there. <laughs> <laughs> My mom. Check yourself. Every day you're away from us is another day you'll be closer to us. Yeah, he gonna let you know when to come. No, it's not. Listen, Leon. Sports. We got to come back and talk sports. I know you do Absolutely, the sports. This dude does the sports thing like Shout no other. Shout out to Kobe. He does the sports thing like no other. He, went, he went four for 16 tonight I don't give from a fuck. three pointers. A, did Philly win? Yeah, yeah Philly yeah. won. Well, they got off the schneid. Yeah. So listen, I'm going to say this. I'm going to piss a lot of people off before I leave. Kobe, second best shooting guard to ever play the game. Greatest Laker of all time. And Just fuck my Johnson. top... And my t- Magic himself said it. So, now, I'm not saying right, fuck okay, Magic okay, Johnson. Okay, okay. So, kiss my ass. All right. You uh, told Paul's. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I would say he might fall in the bottom half of my top ten. That of all bad. time. That ain't bad, Leon. Of all time. Is he better than Dominique Wilkins? Yes. We got you. Because he played defense. Mac, Dominic, we Dominic. love you, man. You're the greatest. Dominic. Thanks, Britt, for coming out. 
love coming. Thank you. Pause. Yes. No. 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 Pause. Say pause on that. No pause. You can get away with that. You never. You never say pause. A woman don't have to say pause unless another woman asks. We look like and even then, you don't I have to say pause. I just say pause, pause when I didn't mean it here. like that. Never. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, man. I'm still really high. You. I like your growth. Appreciate it. I've been knowing this kid since he's like nine years old, man. You hey, should have paused that, though. Stop ironing. You like your... his growth. Right. Pause. Right. <laughs> pause. And I've known him since he was a kid. If you get your Jared from Subway ass, ain't that a bitch. GD to the world blow up. I'm out. Hey, man. Reasonable hey. ignorance. Yeah, yo. I just want to say this. Mike got old man creases in his jeans. He still put his shit in the dry cleaner. Get your prison built ass out of here. Reasonable ignorance. All, all that, all that he kid job money, he got the cook in his teeth up. He get out them jeans and they'll still stand up. Oh, Heavy starch. <laughs> Heavy starch. Reasonable Ignorance Podcast, episode 20. Heavy starch. Four. Episode 25, Reasonable Ignorance Podcast on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Subscribe, listen, share now. Leon Rogers. Part, part one.